But wait, it gets worse. Nearly one in six people don't know any of their neighbors' names. But wait, it gets worse. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Mara. Each week, we'll bring you a chilling tale and a real-life encounter, and it's up to you to determine which is which. Yeah, and this week, we are going to tell you weird neighbor stories, so get ready for that. But first, we'll tell you about last week, which, what did we do last week, Mara? We talked about road trip stories last week. And what was your story? My story was the true story of the Trump family road trip. The Trumps. The Trumps. Um, yeah, super strange fucking situation that was. We still don't know to this day what happened or why it happened. I know. I can't believe there isn't more information out there about it. Man, I don't know. tweets or something. I don't know. I mean, I feel like crazy shit happens in Australia all the time, so maybe they just moved on. They're like, well, that was weird. but uh, 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 Most of my, like, other country stories, I haven't been able to get good follow-ups on. Yeah. Um, I got all of my information from a Medium.com article and also a BBC.com article as well. Hmm, Very nice. Well, that must mean that my story was the fake story. Um, about the, we're not sure if we agree, I think, on, um, what the story was actually about. You think that the woman was a demon, maybe? Uh, I don't know. How did she just happen to show up, like, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. See, I was thinking that actually, um, you know, the car was just really loved and whatever by her husband, and then... She just didn't know what to do with it, and maybe he knew about it, but he just took really good care of it, so he was fine. But then, at the end, I thought, well, maybe it's actually that she, like, fed her husband to the car. And I that hadn't even crossed my mind originally. So, I'm not really sure. But anyway, that is the fake story that I found on Reddit No Sleep. By the user exploring with Zach. <laughs> oh, Zach. Um, I just love that from the moment you mentioned Stoss at the beginning of that story, I was like, I don't like this dude. Yeah. And then he was the one that changed the station. And I was like, see? Yeah, you see? ruined everything. I fucking knew it, man. I knew it. The whole thing was his fault. Uh, do you want to go first this week with your creepy, weird neighbor story? Sure. Okay. Do it, girl. All right. So... My creepy neighbor watches me come home every afternoon. Perfect. Let's go. I noticed it at first on a Monday after an unusually brutal shift at work. Customers hounding me for refills, sauce on the side, extra napkins. You know how it is. That day was especially bad because I had one guy try the dollar bill trick on me. You know the one. He set out five ones and took away a dollar every time I messed up or wasn't fast enough, which I'm sorry. I've never heard of that, but. Oh, I've heard of that. I I, hate people. I would not be good. And first of all, five dollars. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. So this person says that. (laughs) Um, I wasn't angry at him for taking any away. Only that he expected me to bend over backwards for five fucking dollars. Right. <laughs> Get real. After dealing with all that, the last thing I wanted to see on my way to the front door was a creepy old man staring at me. 
He had been my duplex neighbor for over five years. Most people wouldn't live in a duplex for so long, but we only shared one wall with each other, and he was always very timid. Have you ever seen that movie with, is it Ben Stiller and Drew Barrymore, I think? The duplex? I don't think so. And they have the old lady neighbor upstairs? I don't think so. Oh my god, y'all need to watch that fucking movie. Like, I don't watch comedies, but it's so funny. I I actually really do like both of them. I just, for some reason, I think it's Drew Barrymore. I know that it's Ben Stiller. You gotta watch it. Anyways. Uh... The only sounds I heard through the wall were his low humming to jazz tunes and the clinking of pots as he cooked. This was his daily routine after spending hours in the garden talking to his flowers. (laughs) He was a little off, sure, but he was very sweet. He respected my privacy and never approached me aside from the occasional hello. Things changed a lot when his grandson moved in. Of the few conversations we had, he had not once mentioned a family. That's why I thought it was strange to see a chalky, scruffy, 20-something man dragging a suitcase into the unit beside me on a warm Wednesday afternoon. I didn't ask... Wait, so is it the old guy watching her come home, or is it the grandson well wait okay sorry sorry (laughs) don't look at me like that (laughs) uh on a warm wednesday afternoon i didn't ask who he was but when he saw me reclining on my patio chair he perked up with a oh you must be my new neighbor my name is cameron he told me all about how much he missed his grandfather after so many years and how he was too elderly to be living alone. Something about him seemed off. I can't describe it, but it wasn't my business, so I brushed it off. Suddenly, I was seeing more and more of Cameron, and less and less of my elderly elderly neighbor. Mm -hmm. He was no longer spending time in the garden. I could no longer hear the faint jazz through the walls. Instead, I heard whirring of tools every night until 11 p.m., like a late-night remodel was happening next door. Honestly, it was so faint and never bothered me. At one point, those noises stopped too. And that's when I saw my elderly neighbor again. I stepped out of my car one day and began walking toward my front door when I caught something in the corner of my eye. The sunlight was hitting in my neighbor's window at the perfect angle where I could hardly see anything but bright flooding yellow. I squinted hard to make out the shape. All I could see was a figure standing behind the window, perfectly still. I decided not to dwell on it too much and went inside. I don't like this. But something about that sent a chill down my spine and lingered in my thoughts. As I lay in bed, I still couldn't forget about it. I have a feeling that I know where this is going and I don't like it one bit. We'll see. Okay. The next day, I glanced over at my neighbor's window, but the curtains were drawn. Well, maybe it was my imagination. So I went off to work like usual. Once I came home, he was standing there staring, waiting behind his large glass window. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. His loose, draping skin accentuated Uh, by the fact that he was completely nude. Stop it. Shannon. (laughs) Oh my god, this is not... This is not good. He stared at me with a hazy eyes and a sick expression on his face. Oh, God. It made me gag. <laughs> Shit. I knew he was standing there for me. I had been Okay, first home. of all, that's a little presumptuous. You don't know how long he's well, been listen, standing there. Listen. Okay. 
I knew he was standing there for me. <laughs> because. Oh, shit. Sorry. I had been coming home at the same time every day for years. Okay, but I stand by what I said. I remained frozen, unsure of if I should head inside or get in my car and drive somewhere far away. In the end, I decided I may have been overreacting. Cameron had told me a few days prior that the old man was suffering from dementia, which worsened every day. I didn't want to do anything rash, especially since my sweet neighbor was sick. He probably wasn't standing there on purpose. I decided to let it go. But days turned into weeks, and the old man was waiting by the window every day. Even when I changed shifts, he was always there waiting. I was going to say, like, did she ever notice when she left in the morning if he was standing there? Like, is that's he just when there the curtains are drawn, all maybe? of the time? I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't move? So, well, you'll see. Okay. Sometimes he was sitting on his satin chair with a cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> but certain things remain the same, such as his naked, forever drooping skin and his hazy expression. Sometimes it felt like he grinned at me as I walked by. Nights felt uncomfortably cold as his loud breathing echoed through our shared wall. Wait a second. She can hear him breathing through the wall, but she could barely hear the power tools. Right. Who knows? All right. I think she's just a little scared. <laughs> Probably. It felt as if he was always watching, even when he wasn't by the window. I never saw him come out of the house. I don't know if he ever left. Only Cameron would leave occasionally to gather groceries and come home whistling tunes on his way in. I tried to avoid looking at the old man as much as possible, but I noticed how sickly he became. Once, I leered a little longer near my door to see if he would turn to watch me leave. That day, he was just standing there, unmoving, his skin drooping almost to the floor. I don't know why I knocked on his door. I don't know if I was worried about him or fed up. I just knew I couldn't take much more of the staring. It was driving me crazy. It only took two knocks before Cameron opened the door. Hey, Rye, what can I help you with? He said nonchalantly. Rye. Only my friends call me Rye. Who does this guy think he is calling me that when we've only exchanged a few sentences to each other? That really irritated me, and I became a little more aggressive. Can I come in? I need to talk to you. I was unwilling to hide the agitation in my voice. <laughs> he whistled. Now really isn't the time. Can I invite you over for dinner later? No, we need to talk now. I was beginning to push my way in when I stopped. I saw something in my peripheral that made my stomach turn. Oh no, oh no. I looked up at Cameron, my fearful expression crystal clear in his dilated pupils. His breathing became heavy. He looked excited. Oh God. He reached out to grab me, but I was too fast. I ran into my unit and tightly locked the door. Tightly locked the door? <laughs> Sorry. With trembling fingers, I dialed 911. What did she say? Thump, thump, thump. Cameron was hitting hard against our shared wall. Come back, let's have dinner. His muffled voice somehow carried into my living room. I tried to keep my composure so I could describe to the 911 operator exactly what I saw at my neighbor's house. Once they informed my police... Once they informed me police would arrive in 15 minutes, I grabbed a knife from the kitchen and huddled into a corner of my living room. 
Cameron was still pounding against the wall, repeating the same five words. After about ten minutes, he stopped. Silence. Then I heard the door creaking of the neighbor's back door. No. Then I heard... (laughs) (laughs) Try again. Then I heard the creaking of the neighbor's back door. It's funny how many small sounds you can make out when your senses are in survival mode. I sat praying that he wouldn't try to come into my home. It was dark now, and the silence had filled with the chirping of crickets. (laughs) My prayers were answered when I saw glaring red and blue lights approach our driveway. (sighs) Loud knocking nearly made me jump out of my skin. I slowly approached the window and let out a sigh of relief when I saw the cop standing there. I cautiously opened the door. Ma'am, you called about some suspicious activity next door? My neighbor's skin, I whispered. The fear had managed to take my voice away to where I could barely speak. What? The policemen <laughs> looked at each other in confusion. I pointed at the window attached to my neighbor's unit. Unlike other nights, the curtains were wide open and the silhouette of the old man's draping body stood behind the window. The police scurried over to the neighbor's unit and disappeared behind the door. I watched from the other side of the window as one of the policemen turned my elderly neighbor around. From my view, I could see all of the stitching on his back. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. A poorly sewn-on zipper adorned the center so that his skin could be worn like a... (laughs) Like a sick, repulsive costume. Oh my god. Was he wearing it? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't take it anymore. I let out all the vomit I had been holding back up to this point. The police didn't seem too pleased with their discovery either. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Cameron, if that even was his real name, was never caught. What do you mean? So he, oh, because he left out the back door. Yeah. (gasps) I described him to the police, but but his face was the type that didn't stand out at all. If I were to try to pick him out of a crowd, I'm not confident I could. He wasn't my neighbor's grandson, obviously. Sadly, my neighbor didn't have any family, but he seemed happy by himself up until, you know. I had seen the old man a few times after Cameron moved in, but he was acting strange. I wish I had paid attention back then. I don't blame myself, but I do feel regret for the way things turned out. One thing's for sure, though. I'm never living so close to a neighbor again. So, obviously, she moved. Yeah. Um, I don't know, actually. Maybe the, I would assume she moved because fucking Cameron knows that she lives there and knows that she knows. I mean, that, that would be knows. logical, but is that the case? I don't know. Oh, my God. That was horrifying. So, I thought I knew what was going on, and I thought that Cameron had killed Grandpa and was just, like, posing him Yeah. in the window and yeah. stuff. I didn't know that... He was fucking wearing his skin. Yeah, it's not a pretty sight. I hate that so much. That one really got me. I didn't like that. It's weird, too, because one of my, like, best friends growing up lived in a duplex, and I, like, spent so much time at her house. And I'm just, like, picturing being, like, in her house, like, walking out into the driveway and, like, looking into the neighbor's window and seeing that like i'm literally oh, picturing it happening there it's super weird cool well um i'm gonna tell you my story now okay okay so my story is about a 21 year old woman named Catherine who lives in new york city 
and she posted a video online that went viral, um, basically talking about something she experienced with a creepy neighbor. So I'm going to basically give you her words, like what she says. Mm -hmm. So starts off by saying, I have to talk about this because if I don't talk about it, I'm going to think it never happened, but it happened. I'm pretty sure that I live in a movie. I'm 21 and I've been living in the same apartment in Brooklyn since I was 19. I have this neighbor. He's this old man. I heard him coughing a lot, but I never like really met him. A few weeks ago, I got a noise complaint because I had some people over. And then a few weeks after I got another note under my door and it said, dear Catherine, which is my full name. I don't go by Catherine. Weird. But it said, dear Catherine. Well, male, maybe. You'll see. Words getting around that you're a floozy who can't keep <gasps> it in your pants. I didn't think anything of this note. I just thought it was funny because he's just like an old cranky man. Wait, I'm sorry. How do we know it was that neighbor specifically? Um... I think it's just her closest neighbor. So she sort of assumed that those noise complaints were coming from him. Like, okay. I think it's her literal neck. Like, I think it's an apartment building and mm -hmm. it's her literal next door neighbor. Okay. Somehow she knew that the noise complaints were coming from her 73 year old neighbor that she'd never actually met. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she wants to make it clear that it was strange that he called her Catherine because that was her actual name, but literally no one called her that. Like, she didn't go by it right. on a daily basis. So, she didn't think anything of the note. She was just like, oh, whatever, cranky old man. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So, she goes on. Until this morning happened. I always lock my door every night. I don't use my doorknob. I lock. I use the lock as a doorknob. So, like, she means the deadbolt, not the doorknob lock. Mm -hmm. When I first read that, I was like, wait, what? I woke up at seven because I heard a sound. I got up and turned around and this man was standing in my apartment, just staring at me, watching fuck? me sleep. Oh my God. Yeah. At this point I'd be like, I don't even know. What would you do? I have no idea. I would probably freeze. Honestly, I wouldn't know what to do. Right. I would be so, but I'd scream scared. Ugh. So at this point, I got up and I screamed at him to get out. He left. So I started calling my parents and they told me to call the cops. First of all, just call the cops. Yeah, what are absolutely. your parents going to do? I mean, yep. I'm not trying to like victim blame or anything, right. but always call the cops first. 911. Yes. Um, Which <laughs> what? we might have to edit this, but uh, it's hilarious because we also say a cab and... <laughs> Well, yeah, but call, okay, let's call emergency services, <laughs> yes, okay? Yes, yes. Because you know who's not going to be able to help? Your parents. Mom and dad who are on, like, where do they live? I think it's, like, Staten Island. I don't know. They're not going to get there that quick. Yeah. yeah, so I called the cops, and about seven cops showed up to my apartment building. And my neighbor, my neighbor, her other neighbor, who had just moved in, literally just moved in is just standing there like watching all of this go down oh, like oh yikes. cool <laughs> welcome to the building oh that poor woman oh could you imagine 
No. So I tell them what happened and he's not answering his door. They can't get in. So they go to her, my fire escape that connects to his window and they start knocking on the window. He finally comes out and he had changed into a robe to make it look like he had just woken up. But when he was in the room watching her sleep, he was dressed, like fully dressed. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he probably... I doubt he had time to even fully take it off. Like, it's probably under the robe. Probably. <laughs> yeah, he's probably got, like, a shirt, like, disheveled. Like, I don't yeah. know. Ugh. So the story gets crazier. She says... He is struggling against them, saying he doesn't know what we're talking about and that he didn't do anything. They take him away to be evaluated and question him about what happened. So, meanwhile, my dad came and picked me up and picked me up. I come home to Long Island and my mom says that she has something for me. I'm like, okay, what are you talking about? She hands me two postcards, identical Ooh. to the one that she had gotten under her door and calling her a floozy or whatever. The first one is dated November 2019. And the second one is dated February 20th, 2020. So my first question is why did her parents not tell her about those? What do they say? All right. So the first one, there's actually, hold on, I'll scroll down to what they, exactly what they say. The one of February 2020 says the Rogers. So that's like, I'm assuming parents. her parents. Job, question mark. School, question mark. Live in boy with green hair, question mark. You might do well to look into what CJ is doing with her time, dot, 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 and your money. Oh, my God. That's the February 2021. The November 2019 one says... CJ is stuck in childhood. She needs a J-O-B. So, let's see. Top notice for February, he's complaining about the guy that I was dating. And the bottom one is 2019 when I was dating a different guy. Wow, this, I can't, that's insane. Why wouldn't they tell her about that? And then the other note was a few weeks later when he must have seen her with a, like a new guy. Like with the one where he said that she's a floozy or whatever. Right. So she so comes. He's just tattling to her parents that he doesn't even know. Yeah. She wow. comes to the realization that all three notes happened when she was with a boyfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so the only time she's ever been with a guy at her house, he sent a note. Right. Wow. So. Yeah. She says, I don't know how he got my home address in Long Island, right. but it probably means that he's been in my apartment multiple times, probably while I was gone or probably while I was sleeping. Yep. She also says, my mail has been going missing as well, and we think it's him, though the only way he got my home address is if he found my ID in my apartment. Because it's not Ew. like she was getting her mail from her home address. Like, Right, it was coming to her address there. Yeah. So he needed to like snoop through her stuff and find her license to find out where her parents lived. Yeah, that's disgusting. Ugh. And she said, and that's the end of my first New York City apartment. Wow. So 
I just can't even imagine. I think it would be so scary to live anywhere alone at 19, but especially like New York City when yeah. you're that oh, close absolutely. to your neighbors. And he must have been coming in through the fire escape. Yeah. Because her door was deadbolted. Yeah. That's just so scary to think about. No, I, I could like never it. live in the city, but I, I mean... I don't like living alone, period. And I'm same. 31. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's the first time I've said that out loud. Ugh. Really? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that on that. Well, I'm just so grossed out. The fact that people... I literally do not know what I would do if I opened my eyes and there was a 73-year-old man just standing Ew. over me watching me sleep. No, no thanks. I would probably think that I had, like, sleep paralysis. <laughs> like, this isn't real. Yeah. Well, except... It's not common in sleep paralysis that you're going to see just, like, a person that you know, right? It's going to be, like, if you're seeing something, it's going to be, like... A yeah, when or... I've had sleep paralysis, I didn't, like, recognize what I was seeing. Well, I, I recognized what I was seeing, but it's not like I was like, oh, that's my neighbor. Like, Yeah, like, yeah. I saw, like, a shadow person thing. Yeah. So, I, yeah, anyway... So, what are we going to talk about next week? We're doing celebrity stories next week. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about this one. Oh, this could be interesting. Hmm. I mean, the first person I think of is O.J. Simpson, but we cannot cover O.J. Simpson. Oh, no, no. I, you know, I wasn't even probably going to go true crime with it. I'm probably going to try and do a little paranormal with it. Okay. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, we'll see what we can we'll do. See, we'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, we'll be back next week to tell you which one of these stories was a real life encounter and which one is fiction. And we'll also include the show notes. Well, we'll also <laughs> include the credits to this week's stories in the show notes for next week. You can submit your own personal stories to but wait, it gets worse at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at but wait, it gets worse. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.